Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. This is the Next Level Show. I'm your host, Jonathan Alvarez. I'm here with my two amazing co-hosts, Mr. Oh, is <laughs> Gabriel? Come on. Come on. I, I thought you were going to say the name. I don't know what I look like. I, I wasn't reading your mind this time. We were not in sync on this one time out of all the times. You know what? It doesn't matter because we're in sync when it matters. This is true. Stuff. That is correct. And our other co-host, the one and only... Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we got to do this intro again. Just Guys, I, I woke up this morning today. The only time that I had to work out was first thing in the morning. And I started my day off with heavy squats. Like the coffee wasn't even like in. I don't know how my early morning clients do it. I don't understand. Like I, I meet with a young man named Yuma. He doesn't care if I say his name. I know he doesn't. He goes hard at 6 a.m. And I mean, I just load up the bar on him. And I don't, all, all my early morning grinders, like I have a, a newfound respect for you guys because I just, it sucked. What's, what's the perfect time for you? The perfect time to work out for me is... 2 to 3 p.m. I don't I don't get that anymore though. Me, I'm more of like a um sorry, I put in my phone on do not disturb just in case my my computer automatically picks up a call. My 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 best time I think right now is about around this time anywhere from about 11 a.m. to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon is like pushing it. Anything past 3 or 4 the I could already feel my body starting to like relax and cool down just because I start every day early, like about five, five thirty. I'm like about up and about. Um and I go to bed roughly about I've been going to bed a little later, but let's say let's say ten o'clock, just, just to, to play it safe in the middle. And so about four o'clock, I know the body starts to probably just start relaxing, getting you ready. So by seven o'clock comes around, I'm already so mellowed out that I used to train uh seven eight nine ten o'clock at night when i was in college that's just crazy because i mean i had class all day from seven to like one then i would go to work till like 9 30 by the time i got to the gym sometimes it was 10 10 30 at night and i did that for the longest time and now mm -mm, i'm not going to the gym past like five o'clock i think it's just it's people like invite me to work out and they're like oh you want to do like late evening i'm like uh no like it's <laughs> like you know i just it just i'm not having a productive workout what about you gabe i prefer so i've done it at uh, shit all different times i was a five o'clock guy before um prior to working in a in a corporate uh setting i was um i needed to train at five and if that wasn't training at five then i wasn't training at all yeah. so that was uh what i had to do um, and I, and I kind of like, I prefer early mornings, maybe not that early, maybe not to be pushing it too much. No, I'm not a five o'clock kind of guy, but anywhere between seven, um, as early as seven or so, six, even, um, I'll be fine. Uh, midday is actually pretty good when I was, um, in a corporate setting, 
uh, I was uh, going during lunch, so that would be anywhere between. Actually, I would I would try to push it from twelve because everybody would go at that same same time. Mm-hmm. So I was going like around at twelve thirty or one, and I was I was fine. Uh, I just went. What was it last week with my wife? Um, we went to the gym kind of like late. We went there like around at five o'clock or so. I was fine, but if I if I had to make a pick, it would be early morning for me. Gotcha. No, I think that. There was a time, like, I think it was the beginning of last year. Uh, for some reason, that's, like, when I was at the busiest of my schedule, um, when I was still working at Anytime Fitness, my schedule was at the most it could be, like, my limit. And I knew that I was kind of struggling a little bit to get my workouts in because during the middle of the day, once I'm done with my, my first set of clients in the morning, I just want to go home and chill and get away from the gym for, like, three to four hours until I have to come back and do another three to five hours depending on the evening. So I committed to myself because I wasn't having anybody passed earlier than 6.30. So I was going about 5.36, depending on the day. And I was having those five to six o'clock AM workouts. And they were great. I mean, it took a little bit to adjust like the first, but after a while, it became pretty kind of like standard. You feel pretty good. The only downside that I feel about early morning sessions like that is that you really have to wake up like really early. And I, I wasn't eating at that time. Like I would just have some coffee. I would have a nice dinner. I would have a nice coffee in the morning, some water. And then that my workout would go, you know, and so on. Because the mistake I did when I was younger that I would, you know, I'll be so afraid of losing muscle that I would feel like I had to eat something. So at that time, you're what I would have is like, uh, a mass gainer shake and that was so heavy dude like you're eating that like 30 to an hour before a session even if it's like an hour you still feel super bloated because it's just filled with a bunch of fillers and crap and dude like it was bad like i was so bloated at the gym that my buddy still to this day makes fun of me because we used, we went at 4 a.m or like 5 a.m thinking we just wanted to really like be motivated we were like i was like 20 21 or something and dude i just remember that i i ripped in that gym that only big gym and he will always make fun of me because of that story because we were the only two guys plus another dude and it so happened the dude was working out right next to me and i was doing decline sit-ups after doing leg press and i was just like my belly's full dude i had milk cold milk on top of that just because the extra calories and all you hear was just a loud echo in that gym. And the guy, like, sort of acknowledged it, but just kept going. And my, I just look in the mirror, my buddy's, like, <laughs> losing his shit, like, by, like, the leg press. And he was just, I, I couldn't hold it, obviously. It was just us two. And that's when I'm like, you know what? Eating for me in the morning is just, I have to train fasted, man, because, amongst, amongst other things, but I, I'm not a fan. If I don't have to, I won't. And probably I will eventually in the future again. Like, it yeah. just depends. I, I usually when I train in the morning I am fasted I don't really um have to I, I don't really choose to have anything outside maybe some coffee actually the first time that I tried any in type of um intermittent fasting where I went like uh 12 hours without eating was when I was still training with the um with the uh, with the powerlifter guys and oh, shit. I yeah but no no lie I didn't even feel much of a difference. I actually felt like a little bit, like I took like a like a Red Bull or something. I had that jittery kind of like energy to me, and I felt great. I mean, like this is uh, my my deal. Um, I'm sure that it, it might not be applicable to someone else, but um, I feel pretty fine. Fasted um, training in the morning, 
And another reason as to why I prefer morning training is because if I don't, there's that chance that life can kind of get in the way. All of the kids want to do this. They want to go out. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell them, hey, hey, uh, hey, dad, can you take us bike riding? Um, no, girls. So I'm going to go to the gym. So you guys are going to just chill here. So, you know what I mean? So I'd feel like a, like a real dick. Uh, so that's kind of like why I prefer going in the morning is just less chance for anything to kind of happen, um, which is, I'm sure, the reason why you guys would probably advise, you know, clients, hey, if, if they have an issue with uh, consistency, stability, do it first thing in the morning where you don't let like, you know, life meetings or anything kind of like get in the way or prevent you from going. That's what I did with a client that literally was able to get him finally consistent after like a year of being very spotty with his evening sessions because he's the one that picked the evening sessions. And at the same time, I was already kind of full in the morning. So it was very hard to schedule him in. Um, but then eventually that time opened up and I noticed that, man, he just was not making it a lot of times. And he only had to come, like I think, like twice a week. And he was struggling to do that. So I was like, you know, I asked him, I got curious. I'm like, hey, like you know. I mean, to ask you, like, would you be like open to come first thing in the morning? And it's almost like he, like, he's like, wow, like, I don't know why I even think of that. And some people don't like some people always think that they have to go to the gym, like after work where it's an evening thing. But if you can like program yourself, uh, if you're already an early riser on top of that, like you're already starting your day relatively early, just pushing it back, you know, starting it a little earlier and then knocking out a 30 to 45 minute workout you're gonna it, it might you know allow you to be like wow much more consistent and this guy literally barely skipped the beat after that like and his consistency went up through the roof you know what can help to become an early riser mm. listening to our last episode with uh, sleep doctor yes so i had to share something with you guys revolving that if you haven't already go check that out because i think that's one of the most like informational uh science-based um, with a professional in the field on top of that, which makes it even more, we've had great guests that have great insight and experience working with people, but this is a specific topic. This is the sleep topic. I know where a lot of people can drastically improve their overall health and performance is, is by fixing this in their life. If you're someone that gets mediocre to okay, consistent sleep, these are, this is an episode you don't want to miss. We had a blast having her and I wanted to share with you guys so one of the tips that she gave was we asked her was about temperature. How, with how does temperature play a role, right? And I already knew from a while ago that, you know, listening to other, you know, professionals or just people advising this in general, they said, you know, cool down the room. So then what I would do since I lived with, uh, I currently live with my brother and he's really flexible before when I used to live a couple of years back at home, you're not allowed to touch the, the thermostat. You have no hand if you touch the thermostat. Yeah. So it's like the typical, like, don't touch it. You're not paying the bills here type thing. They had to keep it. The lowest they would go is like maybe 74. I would creep it in there just one. And then by the time before they woke up, I would pop it up again. And so I always lived with like a 75, 74 to 76 consistent uh, AC in the house. So when I got my apartment a couple of years ago, I like you know, I keep it about right now in the summertime, about 75 in the day, just because it's, you know, you know, it's, it, it will start sucking a lot of electricity if you start trying to drop it too cold. But at nighttime, about seven o'clock as of lately, as since we spoke to her about seven o'clock, I'll start dropping it down to 72. So then I get that nice little cool. And that's where I was going to sleep with for the long, for this last year, I've been sleeping at 72. That's where I've been 73, 72. I drop it a little bit, see like what happens, get a little bit of this contrast. But then I'm like, you know what? When she gave us the numbers, 
like like she gave us like legitimate degrees i think it was like anywhere from extreme like 60 to 68 was like the yeah, temperature 60 to 68 so i was like oh fuck this is gonna be amazing right so i haven't played with anything in the 60s just yet i'm trying to see because this obviously there's an individual factor and my place gets relatively cold you can feel it so i put it down from 72 i have it at seven o'clock around that temperature and then when i'm about to go to sleep around gets close to nine o'clock i drop the last two degrees so it doesn't have that big hit in the ac and but i open my sheets up and like I open my blanket and I just let the pillow and everywhere I'm going to sleep just get really mm-hmm. cold with the fan and the vent. Man, I'll tell you what, these last couple nights, dude, I've been sleeping so much better. And I'm going to be curious to continue to drop the temperature to maybe 68. I'll probably be the lowest I'll go and see, man. But I've been having, because I've been waking up before that. I was waking up a couple times a night, a little bit warm, a little bit, you know, hot or whatever. Or just, I don't know if it was stress, whatever, but I've been preparing myself in the evenings, um, obviously monitoring caffeine intake was advice. Dude, night and day difference with the deep sleep. I've actually been doing uh, some of the things that she mentioned as well. I started incorporating naps at around midday, especially before podcasts. And You're not a napper too. How's that? I'm not a napper, no. And uh, for a very long time, I would like swear them off because I would rather just get my full night of sleep. But I see now it's like, I'm literally taking like 20 minute naps, 30 minute naps. Um, and it's, it's making a really big difference on my, like my, my brain, my cognitive function. And even, you know, towards the end of the day, I find I don't need caffeine as much. And I'm also monitoring my caffeine. And I used to do 6 PM as my cutoff. And then as per her, 4 PM was, was it? Uh, or no, what? like two. Was it four? four yeah. Yeah. So I've been putting it at like four, sometimes two, sometimes even noon. And especially like today, I, I chugged like half a glass of cold brew. I went down for my nap. I'm not going to have any more caffeine for the rest of the day. And like, I know I'm going to feel great. I'll have the energy to go through plus the workout in the morning. Yes. It was a grind. Yes. It sucked. But like, I know the, you know, like the mechanics behind that, it gives me a, a bigger energy boost throughout the day. But, um, yeah, we also, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the on the show before, but we we ordered a, a sleep number bed, and we've been settling into that, and that's been going great. You it's, have mentioned it, but I want you yep. to real quick is tell the listeners what the name of the bed is. Um. Oh. <laughs> um. The name of the bed is Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when you showed me that i lost it oh jesus but we uh we ordered a uh like a like a a, like a temperature uh regulating sleep cover thing type deal i'm losing the 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 term but you know what i mean it's like a thing that you put over the mattress underneath the sheet topper topper yes thank you gabe um, and that's supposed, that's what I'm here supposed for. to draw the heat away and sort of keep the bed nice and cool. Cause our air conditioning at this house is not something that is adjustable the way yours is. The, the air handler is not good at handling the air. We'll put it that way. <laughs> um, so we have to make do with what we have. And I have a, a, a fan in my room that was very expensive and is very powerful, but, um, yeah, the mattress is like making a night and day difference. And I also was glad that she mentioned the, uh, the thing about sleeping on your side because my chiropractor tells me to sleep on my back. I sleep on my side. I have a, a very uh, firm and 
uh, thick pillow that I sleep on to support my neck. But yeah, well, that was, it's your, it's your brain, bro. It's just so much wisdom and knowledge that it weighs. I was going to say the beard. Well, the beard, the beard is a whole other, other animal. I feel like sometimes it, uh, it like pulls my head forward into like an upper cross syndrome position. <laughs> um, it also gets caught. Uh, it's at the length now. It's, I don't think, I don't think I've ever grown a beard this long before, but when I'm, when I'm doing a standing overhead press, the bar grabs my beard and like tugs on it. So it's like, a. It is ready for the braid, please, and post it on the it, Facebook group. We, we, we can braid it. It, it is braidable. Uh, Carissa was able to get a braid in it, um, I don't know, maybe like a month ago. So it's ready, you know. Yeah, the finishing up with the with the sleep thing. Like I, I like what um what she talked about, like with the naps. I actually have incorporated them. Even as little as like 10 minutes. I forgot what day it was. I literally took a 10-minute nap. I was good to go right after. I, I popped up. I was like, all right, let's go. I felt like I just had like, you know, an energy drink in me or, or mm-hmm. something. And speaking of, of that, uh, uh, when she spoke to uh, caffeine sensitivity, I feel like I'm that like I'm not sensitive whatsoever to caffeine because like I have a cup of coffee and I'm like, fine. Like I kind of like have it now more so as an alternative to drinking water. So that's kind of like how I treat it uh, because I really don't get like that hit or that, um, that and and you know that energy hit right after having any cup of coffee. I might slam like you know uh, a four ounces of just straight black prior to training, um, just as of hey you know it's not going to hurt me right. So it, it might help me. Um, I do that typically, but um, I like that she spoke about that because that might, that answered a question that I've always had in my head. I'm like, why don't I really feel it so much? I mean, like I I, I don't. It could just be that I'm just not so sensitive to uh, to caffeine. I can have coffee like at right now. You know, uh, uh, or even late, later in the evening, maybe like six, eight o'clock, and I will not have an issue whatsoever. So that kind of uh, like answered that question that I've always had to myself. No, I think that episode was great. And what you said, it was our, it was episode number 47, I believe, uh, or 48, 47, right? 47 sounds right. 40, yeah, 47, Dr. Amy Bender. Go check that episode out. You guys are going to love it. It's going to be super helpful and really improve stuff in your life. I'm just changing a couple of variables, try it out, see what you like, manipulate it. And then you're going to, this is something that I didn't really pay attention to as I got until I got a little bit into my mid twenties, later twenties. Now that I'm in, um, where I'm really trying to maximize my quality of life because now my life has revolved around service and people. And I need, it's not, this is the type of business that I wasn't when I'm back in the day, I was working in a call center. I could just, no one sees me. I can kind of have my feet up. I can be relaxing in my hoodie. I can be talking to person with my eyes closed. But now I'm like, I'm on it. I'm working. I'm there. I'm present. People are paying me to, to be there, you know, fit literally like in all aspects, you know, they don't want someone that's just counting their reps and just like barely interacting with them. Like, so it's almost like a responsibility. What can I do to make me better for other people? And this may be you, you may be in a high performing job. You may be trying to finish a degree. You may be trying to do something, maybe have a more energy for your kids, whatever the kid, the case may be. This episode is great. So enough about that. I actually like this episode. We didn't have anything like scripted or anything. That's why we even like, I just like, I like throwing different intros just because it's fun for us. And, um, but something you guys were talking about at the beginning is just mentioning the, we can talk about, I think in kind of go more in depth is about the, the time should people be working out at? Because 
I think this is a very common thing that we get asked that when someone signs up with you, like what time should I work out? Or, or, or someone may ask you just generally, like I heard it's better to work out in the evenings or I've heard it's better to work out first thing in the morning at 5 a.m. And you maybe read a lot of books or uh, personal development books that are like you have these CEOs or whatever that are working out at 4 a.m. or something. And I think that it's important to note that the generally, and we'll kind of get into other examples, but the general answer that we've talked about previously in the beginning part of this episode is it all depends what's going to work best for you. There is no best. There is science supporting early workouts, midday workouts, even evening workouts. But the bottom line is for the most case, we're going to elaborate, but just to get a general, if this is the, all you wanted to know, that it really just depends on what you're going to be more consistent with, because maybe you hate work waking up early, but that's the only time that you will literally be consistent. So that might be your best or vice versa. So I'll let the boys kind of take it here. What do you guys think about this when someone asks you? Yeah, I, I think I, what I was thinking right now when you were talking about, you know, what would be best time for, for them and, and science supporting, it's like, it, it really is up to the individual. Like, I like to have someone try different times out and see what works best for them, right? If someone that's saying, you know what, I really don't like working out in the morning, all right, well, let's try in the afternoon or let's try in the evening. And they try it and they're like, I really, I hate, as much as I hate working out in the morning, I hate the other ones even more, or it's really not going to work out for me. So now, boom, like now we know, okay, we've tried the other ones. Let's just go with this. Now, I, I said before where, you know, life can kind of get in the way if you choose to work out either after work or in the evening. Um, let's just say that um, nothing conflicts with your schedule that you are able to go in the afternoon and or the evening or the evening, not and. That would be a little bit much. Um, what You know, you, there's always uh, these chances of things that can happen. Like, what if, you know, you can get into an argument with somebody? You can have something that's really upsetting or that's really stressful that will affect your training, right? Like, that's another reason why I kind of, like, would prefer the morning because it just doesn't let anything, any outside um, variable or interference kind of, like, get, get in the way of um, your training. You can have something to have, you know, for lunch that doesn't really agree with you. And then you're, you're really not moving all that kind of great. So, I mean, I just, uh, I, I, I tend to lead towards people in the morning, um, due to these reasons. However, it's like you mentioned, it's up to the individual and see what works best for them, see what, uh, what they prefer, what they respond to, what can be, what they can be more consistent with. Um, there is no right answer. Uh, everyone's going to be totally different. Um, what'd you say, Mike? I, I agree 100%. One, anytime I do get the question of what time should I exercise, it's what time works best for you. I always ask the question back. I never tell them. Um, and I mean, it's like the science shows that like you take a <laughs> hypertrophy reaches its climax. So yeah, like, exactly. Actually, <laughs> you know what I think? Anytime I, anytime I hear that, I think of um, uh, the Simpsons comic book guy. You know, he's like, uh, yeah. you know, you know, it's all like, yeah, like actually, yeah, no, but I mean, it's, it's just think of it, think about it like this. The best time to work out is the time that you're least likely to bail. It's the least likely that you're not going to show up. Um, pick, pick the time that works best for you so that you don't have the excuse of, you know, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest objections that we get uh, for people wanting to work out, change their life, get in better shape feel better. They don't have the time to do any of these things. So you got to find the time that works best for you. Now I will make a case. I have a personal preference in this. I believe 
for myself, it's best if I'm able to wake up, drink my coffee, eat breakfast, work a little bit, eat lunch at around 10, 30, 11. That gives me a couple of hours to digest. I'll have another cup of coffee and then I'll work out around two. For me, I feel the most alive at that point. I have, I have two good meals in my system, a couple cups of coffee. I'm alive, you know? And then from there on, I have plenty of time for my body to sort of relax. Um, I have another big meal, usually steak, lined up for the evening. And then I go to bed. That just works out the best for me. It also happens to be when I'm least likely to be training people. So for me, that's the best time. And you'd be surprised even, you know, at, at the height of my training, uh, as far as being a personal trainer right before the shutdown, I was literally in a gym all day and I didn't have time. I didn't have time to work out just like what Jonathan was saying. And at that point I was just fitting it in whenever I could, but in a perfect world, perfect setting, I lived to train. That would be my, my suggestion for myself. And then for anybody that is similar to me, um, I would recommend that to them, but no, I think that it's important to note that like, I totally relate to you, dude. Like when it comes to fitting it in, at one point I told you it's coming. Uh, yeah. when, you started, when you started getting busy, I'm like, dude, it's coming. It's gonna, even for us, like you were still kind of, we were still working together for a bit when you were still, when you were doing already working with clients and we had to manipulate your schedule because now it's based on other people. We were serving, uh, servicing other people. Yeah. And that's when I switched over to the morning so I could consistently do a program. I could be like, you know, really monitor my, my training volume and do a lot of the stuff that I like to teach. I was trying to apply it to myself. And because I, my workouts, I was still getting my workouts in, like I was getting in three to four times, uh, two to four times a week on consistently. It was never that I did not work out. It was just that it was just kind of like just moving around. It wasn't like structured programs or anything like that. But there's sometimes that I get that itch that I'm like, you know what? I want to set a block where I'm, I can kind of, uh, you know, play around with like meal timing and get a little bit more specific with yourself where you can maximize your training. But, um, I just kind of like, I can relate to any personal trainer that's listening or anybody that has a schedule where maybe you're a massage therapist or you're a physical therapist or whatever, where you may have busier times in the day. That's a not as common as the typical eight to five, where it's either the morning or the evening type thing. We have like that middle dead zone that's in every gym that exists. It's always dead around the 11 to like four o'clock mark usually. Um, but I wanted to ask like the question, um, or not even asked because it's kind of more of a conversation thing, but what are the benefits? Cause I mean, there, there's like some, there's going to be always that person that's like, Oh, I read this article, this study. What are some benefits that come besides obviously knocking it out first thing in the morning? What are the benefits of training first thing versus like later in the day? Well, I'll tell you one of the biggest drawbacks of uh, training later in the day, especially if it's like after the sun's gone down, you just, had a pretty traumatic experience with your body of working out and now your body's got to deal with that trauma. The adrenaline, uh, right? Yeah. You're, you got adrenaline, your, your blood pressure's up, your heart rate's up, and now you're going to go and lay down and go to sleep. Your body's not actually resting in that case, but that's actually the, on the flip side in the f first thing in the morning, that would actually be a good thing that's working for you because it's waking you up. Not only are you waking up um, early enough to just have like a good sleep habit built, but you're also getting that spike in your blood pressure, spike in your heart rate, you're getting moving, you're getting blood flow going. 
you know, you can't really be sleepy after your second set of deadlifts. Um, so you're, oh, yeah, that's, you're like, a, that's one thing that will wake you up like no other. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're alive at that point. And then from <laughs> you know, there, you should have like a deadlift bar just in your, on the foot of your bed when you wake up, just like, <laughs> go do a rep heavyweight and just put it down and just go shower. Step 315 <laughs> loaded up at all times. Just yeah. Well, well, the, you know, the, the doctor did say as soon as you get up, you know, do some kind of vigorous activity like jumping jacks or something. I think one rep of a, of a max, uh, you know, 315 would be would, would fit there. Yeah, yeah hey, absolutely. Um, but no, and then on the flip side, you know, you're, you're awake, you've just exercised, you've got all the blood flow going. And then you step outside and you get sunlight right in your face. You know, that, that would be the best possible uh, scenario for a human to to wake up is seeing sunlight. So um as far as before, any like go ahead yeah before you before you go so you mentioned about uh if you go at night how it'll be harder to kind of like get down and, and just uh relax and go to bed but what about if you're the individual that um towards the end of the day you're kind of you know you're starting to wind down get a little bit tired what do you do you take a pre-workout take an energy drink take a coffee add yeah. that to that and that'll just amplify that awake uh you know that being awake um, and it's harder to get get down to sleep, so that can kind of like um, that's that's another aspect that that can lead towards maybe not so much about uh, evening training that it just popped into my head as you were talking. Yeah, and and I suppose it, it kind of depends on the person's sleep cycle at that point in their life. You know, if you're not going to bed until two or three in the morning, technically working out at six or seven, that's kind of like an afternoon workout at that point. So your sleep cycle does play a part of it, but we're talking about like the the nine to fiver um person i guess um there was another point that i was going to make but i don't quite remember while you remember that i wanted to jump in and say like another component besides the physical about becoming more alert uh obviously we know that you knock it out first thing but i think there's a great uh mental component that comes with doing something hard first thing in the morning like first to start off your day you're doing something challenging that you you it's the motivation you might tell yourself yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up tomorrow at five i'm gonna go get my workout and your motivation level at that time when you're saying it is probably like a lot more than when that alarm actually goes off at 4 30 or 4 o'clock that you're like oh i'm actually gonna go and work out at five o'clock in the morning like you're it's it's but it's great if you can discipline yourself to follow through with something like that and not hit the snooze button and go get your workout first thing it's going to be amazing for the rest of your day because there's a saying um it kind of falls in with the motivational stuff but i don't like it so much for that i like it more so like it's a it's a it's a black and white thing you're doing something that you're putting yourself in an uncomfortable position you're challenging yourself first thing the rest of your day typically doesn't feel all that bad so i think that if you're someone that deals with high stress uh jobs or you know positions in on your day-to-day but then you can actually put something productive first thing i think it can really help improve your mood starting out so you're alert you're awake and mentally you've already overcome something challenging inherently yeah and i mean it's also um i I actually i really love that i didn't even consider that as a as a thing but i mean you're also getting that as a side effect you know and that's that's absolutely wonderful um i definitely think that there's another thing that you could mention about working out in the morning i mean you get the rest of the day to eat as opposed to if you were to work out at night maybe you eat dinner but then you don't eat anything for eight hours or whatever um that's probably splitting hairs at this point because you know just overall calories 
count throughout the day and blah, 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 but go ahead. I wanted to actually now talk, those are, these are the pros that I'm trying to gain from this. Like these are all like valid. Now, what are some of the drawbacks that you find with working out first thing in the morning? And someone's going to be like, what do you mean? It's the best. I'm just asking like these are the drawbacks that I find for myself when I've been that person. I think that I, I agree after hitting a good full body session, for example, I wake out, I walk out of there and I feel pretty alert. Like the rest of the morning feels great. Your day's just starting. You already did something ahead of schedule. So you're, you're, you just feel like you're winning type thing. Right. But the, my biggest drawback with waking up first thing in training, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And someone's going to be like, you just totally like demotivated me from wanting to train, but I'll just say this just so you can keep it in mind is do you ever notice that you guys get like really tired really early in the day, like later on, like after around noonish, one o'clock, you get that yeah. sleepiness because you've been up so long, right? So I, I think that now we're, we've validated the importance of naps, you know, even if it's 20 minutes or something. But I think that it, it, there is like, that's like one of my negatives with it is, is that you get tired later in the day, like when you don't want to be tired, your body starts to like just decompress and everything. That's one of my things that come to mind. I don't know if you guys can think of anything that you don't like. Yeah, no, to, on that same vein, it's like, so you're talking about um, nine to fivers, right? So you got to, like, let's just say 30 minutes of um, commute time, 30 minutes to get ready. So you would wake up at like 7.45, 8 o'clock, right? Just for argument's sake. Now, if you're going to train in the morning, now you got to wake up earlier. So you have to essentially slide your, your, your whole day, you know, back an hour, hour and a half or so. So instead of going to bed at 10, now maybe like at 9, 9.30, 8.30 even. So you do have to kind of like, you know, just cut your day off a little bit earlier or you just have to be um, careful how you schedule it. You can just kind of keep your same. I'm always, I always go to bed at 11. I'm waking up now two hours earlier to, to train and to shower and, and, and everything. Um, you do have to kind of like take, take that into it, take that aspect into account. So that is, um, th that, that would be a drawback that I would say, um, for that, for, for someone who isn't really, you know, good at waking up early in the morning, that would be for sure a, a, a big time drawback. Um, if you're someone who, who needs like, you know, a good 15, 20 minutes to, to kind of, you know, um, be a, a you know, a, a functioning person in the morning, then this just is just more time that you just need to take into account when you're training in the morning. So I, I that's just what comes off the top of my head as to a drawback for early morning training. Yeah, that's uh, that's me. I'm I'm that person. Um, I I have to wake up if I have a client at six. I'm up at four. I I can't roll out of bed and just be a person. I'm I'm not a living, breathing human until at least an hour has gone by, and. You know, I'll speak for myself here. I don't like eating, or I'm sorry, I don't like training on an empty stomach. And yes, I, I have time to eat breakfast if I am going to work out at six or seven in the morning, but that still doesn't quite do it for me. I want a little bit more in my day. That's why I like that later training time so I can eat a little bit more. That becomes a personal preference. Some people don't mind it. Like, like you, Gabe, you, you're fine with it, but um, I also can't muster up the intensity at that point in my day it's still yeah. early and i just can't it takes a lot to to go through like a strength phase mentally to go through a strength phase and at 
squatting or, heavy at that early. Oh, yeah. Which I experienced this morning. It was it was mentally draining just to get into the right headspace to get under that bar. And I mean, I'm by no stretch of the imagination am I one of the you know the strongest people that I know, but weight being relative to your own level of strength. I mean, it, it takes a lot out of you and Mm -hmm. that early in the morning, I just, I just don't have the, I don't have the pepper, you know? Um, no, I think that's like, that's one of the drawbacks. And especially if you have any mess up at that evening that you could not get to sleep at a good time, uh, your morning workout is going to suck. It's, it's going to be detrimental essentially. So I think that the biggest thing, if you're someone that wants to do this, because there are tremendous benefits, like we mentioned beforehand, you know, you're getting it done, you're done with it, that you don't have anything interrupting you. Um, you know, you kind of get a kickstart, a boost of energy, whatever. Just make sure that if you, you got a priority, the reason why I never followed through back in the days, because man, I just could not get to bed at a good time. It was like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I'm going to wake up at four. Like, mm-hmm. That's like very counterproductive. I mean, I'd rather get a workout later and it's shorter than it's like me get a longer workout and maybe half asleep. So I think that you really have to prioritize your sleep if you're that early bird. I think that another the do we do should we divide like middle day workout and evening workout? Technically, uh, right? yeah, I I think so because it's like you know it it the midday workouts it's I guess some positives from the morning and some negatives it's. It, it's like a good compromise, right? Um, I like midday workouts also because, again, if we're talking about nine to fivers, you know, you take your lunch, your lunch break. You're, you're going to get your lunch break, right? So you can kind of be pretty consistent with this if you go at, at this time because you're always going to, you know, people tend to always stop at the same time. Oh, um, at noon, I take no, I have no more meetings. I don't schedule anything. You know, who schedules meetings at noon anyway? I, I hated that when that happened. Or you know what I hated? When a meeting was scheduled at one o'clock. That was the worst because then I have to hurry back. I have to really kind of like stop on, on time. So as I just hated it. As we aim to record around 1.30. <laughs> we, were, we were doing like noon o'clock. Like we were doing like noon o'clock. Noon, noon o'clock? Noon o'clock. We were doing uh, noon uh, podcasting for the longest time. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, things change, but, um, yeah, so it's just, uh, that's, that's just what, uh, I guess a, a good, a, a, something positive for, um, for midday training. I think the big, my, my biggest thing is that Mike said, I know he's going to probably just bring up is you're more awake and you got time to eat a little bit, maybe get one or two meals. in, so you're more fueled for the workout. That's one big thing that I like. I can actually, cause I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not a person that wakes up early and is thinking about food. I'm, I yep. could care less. I'm cool with a glass of water and just hanging out. I'm not a big hungry person when I wake up. So if I can wake work out around noon, one o'clock, or I might work out you know, after this podcast, is I've already gotten two, maybe three meals in me, depending on my day. Right now, I've been eating a lot more just because I've been really just craving at like the strength and just trying to get stronger. So I'm not really caring about being low, low calorie. Obviously, I'm probably eating about maintenance, but I get to eat and I have more energy. I have stuff in me, so I don't feel like my workout is so like I'm getting drained through the workout. So I, if it's early morning, I'll be fasted, but I love to be able to get some calories in me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a different case because I've already spoken about why I like to train at that time. But also, just like Gabe mentioned, um, the gym is empty. All the equipment is free. 
there's nobody in there. No the, this, the stinky guy hasn't shown up yet. The old people are gone. There's nobody on the bench. There's nobody at the squat rack. I have all the dumbbells to myself. It's, it's perfect. It's like having a private a ladder. You can do a ladder of bicep curls up and down the rack. and no one can take I it. can do a lunging lateral raise with a kick, a, like, a, like a roundhouse kick in the middle, and I've got all the space in the world. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I can drop 315 from the top. Nobody gives me side eye. Except Tom. Well, Tom just tells me to load up the bar more. <laughs> um, I think that's like the biggest thing for evening. I'm sorry for midday workouts. Just the fact that like, if you have the flexibility or like Gabe, I know I used to work at a company that had a gym already set up and that's, I thought that was super cool. If you have the luxury to do so and you're someone that doesn't want to do it after work. Cause you just want to go home and hang out with your, you know, your family or you have stuff to do after work it's a perfect time and you don't want to be up super early. So I think that it doesn't, you know, interrupt your flow of the day or whatever. Great. I think that's a, another amazing has great benefits. The only other thing is that it, let's say if you are someone that has a more rigid schedule, like granted we're personal trainers, we have the time in the middle of the day, we have our like typically downtime, but if you're someone that has a limited schedule for a break, it may come break. If you don't have the lecture, the flexibility to eat at your job, and you're kind of that's your only lunch time it could be a little bit of a downside i don't know gabe what do you think about that uh, yeah uh, what kind of like popped into my head right now was um a positive for having um training midday is some people as soon as they get out of work they get out at five right they go home what happens when they get when you get inside the house take off all you you know you take off your pants take off your shirt get comfortable and what happens when you get go comfortable? Go say hi to the missus. And you, when you get comfortable, you just, you know, exactly. You just, uh, you, you just chill. You don't want to get up. You don't want to put on any other kind of clothes. You don't want to go out. You don't want to do anything. It's just like, that's it. My day is done. I'm going to just hang here. I'm going to just, uh, you know, uh, just, just chill. So that would be a, a good, uh, a positive for midday workouts where it's, you're already out. You already have your, you know, you have your bag packed. You have it with you. You're more apt to go. Um, uh, you know, this, and, and even if you want to call, you know, five o'clock workouts uh, midday, or I don't know how they would be classified. They're the busiest time for a reason, right? Because people, as soon as they get out of work, boom, they go there because they know if they get home, it's a, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. No more. Try again tomorrow. So that's just what, uh, something that popped into my head right now about a positive for either midday or um, uh, I get five o'clock training. Um, I mentioned, you know, like you mentioned, John, like I, I had a, I worked at two different companies where they had a, an onsite gym and it was just amazing. It was one of the best things um, for me. Um, I utilized those as to, the, to, to the fullest um, because it just allowed me to not have to sacrifice any kind of time in the morning with my kids nor in the, nor in the evening. Um, it didn't have me coming home an hour or so later in the, at the end of the day. It just let me just um, do my thing there. Um, I was able to just eat at my desk, you know, eventually, and I'm not someone who needs to have anything right away. Um, uh, so it's, it, it just worked best for me. And that kind of goes back to the whole thing that we mentioned in the beginning of what works best for your situation. I said that I prefer early morning training. However, based on my situation, no, I'm not going to go early in the morning because I'm not going to miss, um, uh, having, uh, helping out the girls to get ready for their day of school. I'm going to just train uh, midday because I have that, uh, that, that, um, 
that option, have that luxury to do so. So that's what worked for me for like for forever. I think that those are all, I mean, you know, great points to keep in mind. You got to examine obviously your life if you're doing this. Now I want to bring it back, you know, to the evening time. And we talked a lot about some of the drawbacks. If you're someone that has to go to bed after a certain time and you're, re- you're working out close to that, it could potentially affect uh, your recovery, you know, how well you're going to sleep that night. Maybe you're so exhausted that you pass out, but we're, we're talking about quality of sleep when we're saying this. You got you to gotta make the call. Like, obviously, like you're, the motivation, that's where people get really hyped on the pre-workout. They're going to be taking, you know, caffeine, any type just to kind of going, get going. And those are the negatives about, but the positives I think is that after a long day of work and you go straight and my advice is don't go home after work and go allow opportunity to kind of prevent you and delay that process is to go straight after work, pack your, your gym bag in your, you know, have it at your office, take it, you know, go straight there after work. And the, the benefits could be like, if you had a long, stressful day, you could relieve some stress after work before you go home and you can come, you know, finally you're done for the day. You feel good. You got your workout in. And that was me for a, a, a couple of years, you know, about a year or two when I was working, I had that schedule. I had like a seven to four at, at one time, you know, I was working at, at this call center once again and we switched shifts and I was working a little bit earlier. So I definitely liked going after work. I would pack my stuff and I would go straight to the gym. And it was cool because it was something that I got to look forward to at the end of the day. It could be something that you're having. You want to go have fun. This is your time. Now, if you're a parent, I'm not a parent in this case, um, but it could be some time before you have to go and handle, you know, you know, all the responsibilities you may have at night. It could be a, depending on how, you know, your, your home is set up or with your partner, you communicate that with them. But it could be some time for yourself to kind of come home more fresh head. You know, you're, you're done. You're gotten all this, the, the stuff out of the way. Now you're fully present with your children, your family, depending on the time. And those are some positives I feel is just really just blowing off steam, especially if you had kind of a crummy day. I was just about to make that point. I would imagine the, uh, the intensity is much more readily available um, right after work. I mean, you had a crappy day. Your boss is a douche. You just had to fight through traffic. An old lady cut you off. Now you're at the gym. You've got some frustrations to take out on the weights, which I can definitely see the value in that. And I, I myself have done that, and it's definitely effective. Um, but again, it un, unless you're one of those people that goes to sleep at two or three in the morning, um, you know, speaking to the nine to fivers, I, it's not the most optimal time as far as recovery goes. But you know, if that being said, if if this if this is the only time in your life that you can see it working, then you got to make it work for yourself. Um, don't let it be an excuse of like, Oh, well they said it's just not the right time. So I just won't work out. Like, no, you should still go maybe modify what you're doing. Maybe, uh, do fewer exercises and put more focus on, you know, the big compound movements or something like that. But go ahead, Jonathan. No, I wanted to also, another benefit is that you get to sleep in a little bit more. Hey, there you go. You don't have to do it first thing in the morning. That's another easy thing to think about is that you got to sleep in like an hour or two, you know, depending on what time you have to get ready. So that's, that's just something to keep in mind. Um, I don't know what else you guys have to say. Yeah, about no, that. I mean, I guess, I guess that to that effect, if you are working out on your way home from work, so you get to the gym at five 30, you're done by seven. Um, you don't have to be up until seven the next day that gives you 
four hours to kind of rest and relax and recover a little bit from the workout. So to that effect, yeah, absolutely. I could definitely see some, some validity in that, especially if you're not going to bed until, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. That's, I'd say that's probably a good amount of time to let your body recover. So, um, I definitely, and I mean, you know, if anybody's really curious and doesn't believe me, you can, you can go do some heavy deadlifts and, and then go through like a full body workout and then immediately go to sleep or air quotes, go to sleep. Just go lay down in bed. See if you're tired. I'm willing to bet that you're not, but it's just, you're probably physically tired, but you're not like, it's weird. Cause you'll be laying down and it's like, you're so amped up that you're kind of restless almost. Yeah. Uh, unless legit you've been sleep deprived and you did that and you're going to still nothing, nothing's going to keep you up. You're just ready just to collapse like on the bed. You don't actually want to be that point though. Like that's actually not a good, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it does. I know it does happen. Life is happening. So I think that like a big takeaway there is just to examine your life right now. Take a look at it. Take a look at your schedule and plug yourself in legit like you would go to a doctor's appointment or something you or the dentist you would make a note in your calendar so you don't miss this appointment so you know you have it mentally prepared it's not just kind of winging it you if you're trying to find some type of consistency or find what time works best for you all of them have their value all of them are going to be great. You know, some later times are better for more intensity, possibly pushing it more. You have more energy, you're more awake, you have calories, whatever. Morning time might be great for the mental piece. Start your day off, give you that boost of energy, get it out of the way so you don't miss, especially if you have a bunch of things you got to do after work. And you got to find what's going on right now with you. It's going to be different than your co your coworker. It's going to be different maybe than your partner. Communicate those things as well and see what you guys can come to an agreement with where you're, you're handling your business, but you're not, you know, not being completely selfish, but you don't want to feel completely bad. I know some parents feel really bad all the time and guilt that they just won't train at all because they're like, oh, my partner, my kids. Hey, I totally understand. Don't be a dick about it. But set some time, talk to them. And I'm pretty sure if you can come to an agreement, something is feasible two to three times a week where you separate an hour, 45 to an hour and a half to yourself. It's going to, it's going to make you everything else in your life feel better. You're going to feel more productive. I was listening to uh, the guys from mind pump talk about, well, one thing that Adam notices hit big on his, when he trains or doesn't, is how much more productive he is when he comes home and is able, is, wants to lend a hand and kind of help with the baby and do some stuff around the house. I think that's an, that's from a new parent. You know, he's a new dad, so he's still kind of adjusting to finally having to kind of balance those things out. But that can be something for I know that we have a lot of parents listening that maybe be battling with some decisions here. Yeah, that's something that I notice myself whenever I train, um, whether at any point in time of the day, after the fact. I'm much more productive. I'm more apt to do things like, you know, I need to clean the house. I need to pass the vacuum. I need to uh, do whatever. I'm like, I, I, it, it helps me even past the time of when I train. So it's something that, um, that something that I've noticed uh, a lot. Um, one thing that you were, when you were doing the rundown actually, uh, that I want us to just bring in, in regards to um, evening training would be if you're someone that uh, after you finish training, you know, just to kind of be careful as to when you schedule your dinner, because if you finish like a, the example that Mike gave, where you, uh, you go train at, you know, five, uh, five thirty, finish up at seven, you know, get home at like, you know, between seven and seven thirty. Um, by the time you have dinner, it might be like eight o'clock. 
um, depending on what time you're gonna go go down. You know that goes back to the whole how to schedule your you know when to limiting your your eating prior to going to sleep to kind of help to maximize your sleep. Um, I like I personally like to wait like good like anywhere between an hour hour and a half after training before consuming anything. Ideally, uh, that's just my personal preference. So because of that, if I were to go into late evening, I would have to take that into account. So that's something that kind of like popped into my head that I wanted to for sure call out um, prior to uh, finishing. Jonathan, will you remind me of this? This is kind of off topic, but I'm trying to remember, I believe we, we talk about Ben Pakulski so much. Was Ben Pakulski talking about needing an hour after a workout before you eat for, to maximize recovery? Does that sound familiar to you? He might have definitely said it. Many of the big fitness professionals that are kind of coming around about the wellness perspective and just, yeah. you know, they do advise, you know, there's benefits of letting your gut, like the stress in the body, like the inflammation kind of calm down instead of just slamming a protein shake. That's a whole other like topic that we can definitely make a full episode <laughs> on is like, oh, you know, for sure. Certain myths around like the post workout or pre workout window and the yeah. windows. Um, where you could be totally doing more harm than good. But in most cases, when someone's starting out, these are things that I would probably dissect later on in their, in their fitness. Um, I want to get them at least kind of working out because sometimes the reality is that a lot of people aren't pushing themselves that hard. You know, yeah. it's, they're really not reaching. This is like someone that's maybe doing a CrossFit workout or someone that has full-blown intensity for more than 45 to you know, two hours, just really intense workouts where your body's all types of messed up and inflamed and, and just like, what the, what the actual, and what the fuck just say uh, it. Ah, no, I was trying to like not curse. Um, but it's just, it's that thing that like, you know, we, I, he might've said it. I wanted to add too, is that uh, a good thing if you're working out is the last tip that I can think of is really try your best to kind of get yourself into a very relaxed state afterwards. And this could be achieved by breathing. People want to call it meditation, whatever you want to call it, have some type of tea, you know, you know, have some tea, both doesn't matter, you know, go have sex, do whatever. It's just literally just figure a way to wind down and relax. And that way your body can get into that nighttime, especially if you're trying to get to bed, maybe three to, you know, three hours later or so. Uh, get yourself into that relaxed state as fast as possible is going to be super something you need to really make an emphasis when you're training evenings or later times. Not so much when you train earlier because you have you can take advantage of the cortisol and the adrenaline pumping through your body. That's gonna that's gonna be fine, totally cool. But I think that coming to pretty much sums up, you know, kind of what time would be the best. And if you've made it to this part of this episode, uh, till this point of the episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us. And anything else, Mr. Gabriel? I know you got the day. Yes. It's been sponsored by. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, it's really just me saying that joke, but I wanted to let you guys know, you know, you don't really, you don't need to be a dad to tell a dad joke. You guys can do it too. You know, you just be called a, a faux pas. A what? <laughs> 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 thanks mike oh i love that oh man i love that so much can i make an inappropriate joke yes sure. please what do you call sex between two transgender people <laughs> oh my god 
a transaction. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh sorry, listeners. Yeah, please, please please don't unfollow us for that one. Please give us a five star rating and review if you like this <laughs> <laughs> Share with everyone except your parents. And um if you want to follow us, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Leave us a five star rating and review. Seriously, we would appreciate you. We love all the support that we've gotten up till now. And if you would love to get connected with us, follow us on our facebook uh free group that we have the next level private next level show private forum search it up on uh facebook it's been growing every day we'll accept you let's chat let's get to know each other and follow us on instagram as well at the next level show you can follow my personal page at john oliver seven gabe is at prime and glory and mike is at mike millis bk